Welcome to Frontline Fantasy Football. This is your host, Jason Cameron, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brandon Alessio. Hello, Jonathan. Oh, hello. I'm Jason. And I'm we're also hi, joined by Jonathan, who That's is the co-host and producer today. Doing double duty. <laughs> and we're starting off very mature. Okay, so <laughs> didn't mean it that way. Before we get started off, we wanted to say thank you to toiletlosers.com. They uh, sent us some loser trophies, as you can see. You can see we got a, a bobblehead one, guy sitting on his toilet with the pants down, got a laptop, can engrave right here. We put loser because, I mean, we didn't want to put frontline fantasy football on a loser trophy because we're obviously not losers. <laughs> and then we got this beautiful toilet one <laughs> as Brandon is hand modeling right now. So make sure you check them out. Frontline. No, not frontline fantasy football. You can actually, we're going to put a link on our, our website, frontlinefantasyfootball.com, but you can also check them out at toiletlosers.com backslash. So you got to put that backslash on there to, uh, get to see their product and you can buy them only off Amazon. So check them out. Super high quality. We enjoy them. Get them for, uh, your league for the losers of your league. So let's uh, do we Does anybody? How are you guys doing? I'm doing excellent. We got nice sponsorship right here. I'm in yeah. a great mood. Jonathan, I'm good. Doing, I'm doing good. How do yeah. you feel about being the producer? It's different. I, are you nervous? Hope I don't, yeah, I hope I don't forget anything. Do you have uh, sound <laughs> drops and stuff ready to go? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. In my spare time, I could try to download an app. No, you're good. Very good. All right. I knew the answer. I was just messing with you. <laughs> Making me feel bad. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> Normally, I try to make Brandon feel bad, but you'll have to do. All right. Okay, so let's it. go into injuries. First injury up is Rob Kelly, high ankle sprain. Andy had a knee injury, I think, as MCL sprain, so that he is officially on IR, which is, I think is good, so you don't have to keep worrying about him. and keep It's not good for him. Dude is well, not for him, <laughs> He's obviously. made of glass. Made of glass. He is. And... Uh, that quote made of glass was used about somebody last week, and he has also been placed on IR. Jonathan said CJ Procise was made of glass, and he was in for about five snaps yeah. and got hurt, hurt his ankle. Typical. Did we talk about how we were excited about him coming back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> I, Figures. I thought he was a sneaky pickup, which he would have been it's if story. he were played. But. It's the story of the season, though. Yes. Excited about a player injury. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then the third injury... Uh, just basically the major offensive injury, the fantasy football relevant injury was Phillip Rivers concussion. He's going through the concussion protocol. Probably going to play this week, but just just uh, watch out for that if you have him on your roster. Mm-hmm. So next we'll go into news. Brandon, I think uh, I think this one, <laughs> this first one applies to you. Brandon is a Bills fan. Tyrod Taylor benched for Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman out of pit. Uh, Brandon will have a uh, a rant section on that later on in the podcast, so stick around for that. So we're not we're not going to let you comment right now on that. We'll let you uh, save up that uh, positive anger. positive en- energy. <laughs> I was going to say, but we'll let you save that positive energy for later on. And uh, Jonathan Zeke, yeah. Uh, so actually, it's Wednesday right now. A few hours ago, Zeke announced that he's dropping his appeal of his suspension. So basically, he's not going to fight it anymore. And he is taking the six-game penalty, and uh, he'll be back in December. 
So playoff wise, week yeah. So he comes back week sixteen, which is basically that's going to be your that's your championship week right there. So I mean, if you have him and you think you're going to be playoff eligible, keep him around. But he is playing the Seahawks when he came when he comes back, and I know Matthew Barry tweeted out that they were the fourth best defense over the past three weeks or the third best defense over the past four weeks run defense so ask adrian peterson about that not a great matchup <laughs> yeah but it, i mean it's still it's zeke like it is yeah, yeah he's well, he's a, he's almost matchup proof a little bit obviously tougher matchups he's not going to do as well but right he's matchup proof a little and bit. if tyron smith isn't back then then it's risky then yeah well because his replacement gave up six sacks last week so not good no so let's go on to dogs versus babies. Uh, week three of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had Cam Newton versus Dak Prescott. Both Khaleesi, Seth's dog, and Chief Brandon's dog chose Dak Prescott. And <laughs> Ezra, Jonathan's son, and Blake, my son, chose Cam Newton. And as you know, Cam Newton dominated this week. He had 35.5 points to Dak Prescott's 13.2. So that puts... Uh, Puts the final standings: dogs, two and six; babies, three and six. So yep. took the lead. Yeah, babies. Has Khalees even gotten one right yet? He's one for three. Same as Chief. <laughs> Chief's still a good oh, boy. Oh, so throwing shade. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like Chief's pulling all the way. Actually, uh, everybody is one and three except for Blake. He's two and three. Oh, so collusion. Nice. Shout out to Blake. <laughs> I think he's taking multiple takes. We all knew Cam was going to do better. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, we I definitely did not do multiple takes. I would do multiple takes, but those treats, that's not going to be good for Chief. <laughs> <laughs> he was picking the wrong one over and over again. I mean, I do have to comment on your uh, your videography skills because... I was in a big hurry. <laughs> <laughs> watching ours, I mean, it looks great. It's a, it's. a, I mean, you don't have to feel like you're turning your head to the side. Yours is like a tornado. It's, it's an it's abstract. Like, it's literally like you threw it in a tornado, and it's spinning round and round just looking down, and that's what you've seen. And then it goes out and then picks the wrong one. Which <laughs> I will have to say it was better than Seth's video because... Why, would he drop his in a hurricane? Well, no. That, the, <laughs> oh, earthquake. Basically, you couldn't see the result for Seth. Yeah, I, was, I thought that was Brandon. Yeah, you're right. That was Seth. Yeah, you saw the note cards. And yeah. You couldn't read the note cards. And then at the end of it, it's like, it shows debt. And then it cut off. Yeah. So it's like. Pretty sure that was Cam. Poor editing. <laughs> poor <laughs> directing. Yeah. Poor I think, lighting. Uh, I think the babies <laughs> are just effect. on point. Yeah, they are. They're mom managers. Make sure they're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> True. I give Steve a good pep talk this week. Get his head back in the game. Yeah, you better. Uh, we should decide what we're doing. Uh, I, we should obviously move, do a tight end this week. That's a good idea. Let's check out. I'll go to my weekly rankings real quick and pick a couple people that are right next to each other. So we could do Jared Cook, Delaney Walker, mm. uh, Jimmy Graham, Evan Ingram. I like that. You like that one too, B? I'm all for it. All right. Evan Ingram, Jimmy Graham. Week 11, dogs versus babies. Don't fail me, Chief. <laughs> no, you're smarter does. than those two kids. <laughs> dogs need a big comeback. So let's move on to our next uh, section called Trust Issues. Jonathan, do you want to describe this one? Yeah, so this one is just naming some players that and talking about some players that are hard to trust right now, whether that's because they've been performing badly or 
they're inconsistent or a number of reasons. So football players or just like players in general? You know, probably most likely football players. Oh, okay. I mean, there could be players it, inside though. I mean, oh, if you want to get, if you want to play some personal players in your life, then Nick Young, go for it. True. <laughs> Call that out, Brandon's boy. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, you can you can lead us off. Okay, my first one I had was Rex Burkhead. Um, <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> the emphasis on the name. Uh, last week, smiling. <laughs> last week he had pretty good. He had uh, he had ten carries for thirty six yards, and then three catches for twenty seven yards and a touchdown. Um, since returning from injury, his snap rate has keeps going up from seventeen point six thirty to thirty one point four now to fifty one point four. So he's seen the field a lot more. Um, getting it done. He's rushing. He's catching passes. Good for PPR. Um, but still, it's hard to trust him just because he's on the Patriots. But so that's my reasoning. I mean, I like him, but it's just hard to predict who's going to get the snaps from week to week. So kind of going forward, uh, that Patriots backfield, do you want to shine some clarity on it? Who would you who would you rather have, or how would you rank them right now? Eh, it's tough. Deion Lewis at number one. Definitely Deion Lewis, yeah. just because he gets most of the carries, it seems like. I would put I would put Burkhead number two right now just because of his percentage on the field, um, but then just keep in mind that it can change at any point because Belichick is yeah he, he game plans differently all yeah. the time fumble the ball and Mike Gillisley was out this game right um, he was a Gillisley's a no fact he was a hel- no. he was a healthy and active which is interesting um, and then obviously James White probably number three I have to agree Brandon do you want to move on to your first person with trust issues say trust issues i'd say isaiah crowell because i'm starting to trust him now and i don't like that i don't like that one bit actually had him as well yeah he has back he's if you're a listener of this or if you've listened in previous episodes you know when we talk about mediocrity um isaiah crowell's name gets called nearly every time but for two weeks straight now he has found the end zone and for two weeks what What? I, i know i know and he's had 15 points two weeks in a row. So, I mean, sadly, I've been trusted him all season because I've had to. But <laughs> if you have a decent team and he's been on your bench, you might be bringing up some trust issues. Well, that's interesting that you've been trusting him. So your team must be struggling, right? Oh, my team has gone down the toilet. Speaking of toilets, we've got these brand new trophies <laughs> from toiletlosers.com. Backslash. You, yeah, backslash. I don't, I don't even know. The toilet trope. <laughs> Basically, if you're a loser in your league, you can get one of these. Great prices, great quality, great craftsmanship. Give it a flush. Very, uh, very good quality. You could hit somebody over the head and knock them out with those. So, porcelain. Just that. Yeah. The real deal. But yeah, moving on. So my first person with trust issues is Demarco Murray. I think he's he's the mm. he's been teasing you all season. I mean, last game, 14 carries, 42 yards. Just so happened to rush for two touchdowns and catch a game-winning touchdown. So ended up with 25.2 points standard. But the previous week, he had nine carries, 19 yards. And the previous week before that, 18 carries for 59 yards against the Browns. So he's he's all over the place. Can't really trust him. But I think going forward, he has – I mean, he's going to play Pittsburgh, Colts, Houston, Arizona. And I don't – honestly don't really like those matchups i don't either yeah i mean the colts you think is a good matchup but they just held Le'Veon bell without any touchdowns or and he i don't think he hit 100 yards either in rushing so no 
not really looking good. It's the last week of the before the trade deadline, I believe. Yes. So maybe look to trade high. It's a good idea. I mean, yeah, just because his usage usage and efficiency has still been bad. If I can talk tonight, he has he had uh, 14 carries for 42 yards, and when you take away those touchdowns, it's three yards a carry. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. So I mean, I'll, he's a he was a touchdown machine, but I just I, you can't expect those to keep happening. I agree. Jonathan, your next one. My next one is someone that you could have trusted in the beginning of the season, but now he has gone downhill. Uh, C.J. Anderson, yeah. now hmm. playing in the three-man backfield. Um, he, After having at least 50% of the team rushing attempts in the first six games, he's gone down from to 48% to 47%, now down to 35%. So he just keeps losing carries and, and he just – keeps losing work on the field. He's losing receiving work to Booker. He's being spelled by Jamal Charles all the time. Um, just not trustworthy at all. So this one's tough. Going forward, what do you what do you want with it? Or what, what would you say? Uh, this one's hard because you can't you can't start him really. You can't trade him. This one you almost just have to you have to hold or drop. Is he borderline flex or just uh, you wouldn't even consider him? He's borderline oh, if you're desperate. Him. But I'm also desperate. So. I think, yeah, I know. I think you're looking. You're probably just going to get around like six points every game. Is what I'm expecting. Fun but. fact that I wrote about in our starts and sits on FrontlineFantasyFootball.com last week. He's only had two games with double-digit fantasy points this season. Mm-hmm. Not good. Was, also, you can check Brandon's starts and sits out under uh, Jonathan's blog section, the Fantasy Hangover. So, if you look, you're looking on our website for that page. You getting can. hungover twice this week. <laughs> Nice. Double hangover. How's that different from any other week, B? It isn't. Oh. <laughs> so your next one, B. Next one is somebody I didn't trust the entire season, but others did, and that is Adrian Peterson. Very big trust issues. Last week he struggled <laughs> against a good front line, or uh, defensive line, and with a terrible offensive line. However, his offensive line isn't going to get any better, and he's been boomer bust in his tenure with the um, – Saints. Arizona Cardinals. Oh. No, he, he didn't even boom with the Saints. True. He just busted. Not to mention that David Johnson may be coming back soon, too. True. So his time is seems to be limited. Because, yeah, last week, 21 carries for 29 yards, which people are saying wasn't entirely his fault. But when it comes to fantasy football, it, at the end of the day, twenty one or 29 yards isn't good. No. Do you want to shine some light on that, David Johnson? Uh, yeah. So he got his cast off um, this past Monday. And so basically what they said – you can expect him to be able to come back two to three weeks after he gets his cast off. So now he, cause now he's going through rehab, get his wrist back up to speed. So basically he could come back as soon as two weeks, week 13. I like mm. the sound of that. Yeah. Brandon, you should trade me him. What? Send me some offers. Oh, <laughs> some <right>. real ones <laughs> after the podcast. By the way, today is November uh, 15th, 2017. So AD Wednesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> My next rant is somebody I haven't, I haven't, or not rant. Sorry, I was wondering what you're going you with. Can that. Turn it My into next rant. trust <laughs> issue is not really a trust issue for me, but I've seen trust issue. I've been asked about him a lot. That's Michael Thomas. People are not believing in Michael Thomas because, hmm. I mean, honestly, starting in week six, three receptions, eleven yards, uh, seven. 
or sorry, week seven, seven receptions, 82 yards, eight, seven receptions, 77 yards, week nine, eight receptions, 65 yards, and then finally week 10, nine receptions, 117 yards. So really, he's only had three double-digit weeks this uh, year in standard, and that's, I mean, considering you've drafted him around that 10 to 15 range, that's obviously not what you want, but you should always play him. I mean, the last four games, seven, seven, eight, and nine catches, so PPR, he's going to be a stud, but in standard, yeah. I mean, you just got to play him. He's eventually going to bust out. He's eventually going to come back to the mean. And, uh, yeah, I think he's still doing really well for how uh, – Drew Brees is, like, throwing the least amount of pass attempts that he has, like, his whole career. So it's like – and because they're, they're running it all the time with Mark oh, yeah. Ingram and Kamara. Six you know? rushing touchdowns last game. Right. And so, yeah, I, don't, I mean, they're just running a, mu- a lot, which is why Thomas isn't feasting as much as he did last year. But – I was going to mention that too. Just they've become a rush first team now, surprisingly. But um, is Drew Brees rushing dependent? Because he rushed for a touchdown last week. I saw that. <laughs> Only the Bills would give up a rushing touchdown to freaking <laughs> Drew Brees. Seriously, is that a yes or no? No, no, no. not okay. at all. Jonathan, your last one. Last one uh, is Doug Martin. Uh, he's when he came back uh, week. Five, I believe he in the first couple weeks he's done pretty well after that now he's had three straight games as a running back three or lower but he's had 19 or more th- touches in three of his past four games um just he, done nothing with him exactly he hasn't yeah he has a carry just doesn't have, doesn't have very many points from those carries it's hard to trust him too just because the Buccaneers are performing so terribly um Ryan Fitzpatrick is a starting QB you know, and they just, they've looked pretty bad. Um, but his schedule does get lighter from here on out. So it's easier to trust him. Um, <clears throat> but still, if you have better options, I'm benching him. Flex play for me still, probably. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. But I just wouldn't expect those running back two numbers that you Especially did at the beginning. Week one. Yeah. Week one, he looked really good. Yeah. He did. I mean, I mean, he had double digit points his first couple outings that he was back. So. All right, Brandon, your last one. Um, mine's a combination of two people, but it's Lamar Miller, just because he's been like disappointing throughout the entire season, and he's splitting quite a few carries with Foreman and had less carries than him two weeks ago, which isn't good. But also, um, Will Fuller, just because Will Fuller, as you know, hasn't caught a touchdown or exceeded three and a half points since Watson went down. Yeah. Is he droppable? Yeah. Heck or yes, or may, maybe trick somebody into trading for him, but I would never start Will Fuller. No. And my team's garbage. No. I think it literally comes down to Watson getting injured. Before mm-hmm. Watson was injured, you could trust him without a doubt. Lamar Miller was having the best games of his life with Watson in. So was Will Fuller, you know? No. And then, I mean, that's Miller, or that's when Miller had, like, his plus 20, yeah. two plus 20-point game. games. Yeah. But, I mean, Miller is just – he has a f- solid floor, but he's nothing He's nothing huge. Unfortunately, yeah. I had to drop Fuller, so. Yeah, you kept trying to trade him to me last week. <laughs> I did. You have to trade him to a taco. You can't so, trade him. Speaking of that, had you not traded me, Evan Ingram, you would have scored, what did he score? He scored 10 more points. You would have scored three more points, and you lost by one point last week. But I also got 10 out of Landry. Oh, true. You guys did do a trade? Yep. Nice. We what was it? So I got received Chris Hogan yeah. and Evan Ingram, and I gave up Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, and Delaney Walker. Who won that trade? I don't mm-hmm. think Hogan's gonna emulate what he did at the beginning of the season, though. Amari Cooper he was, he is was already starting to go downhill before he got hurt. Is it PPR or standard? Standard. Ooh, 
I needed I need PPR when they gave up Landry. I needed to win. I needed to win now. (laughs) I don't know who. It's pretty. It's pretty even, honestly. I like to hear that. I but why? Because everyone's been telling you you got host. But I'm a Hogan. I'm a Hogan homer, so I would I would actually probably lean. And I'm Ingram. I like Ingram a lot, so I'd probably lean towards Jason. Probably. I I also had I also had um Zach Ertz. So I had no no real use. I guess I could have used him in flex, but yeah, I was gonna say. But then you're starting two tight ends, and I had some lousy running backs. Or receivers, so does help you. That's true. It's pretty fair, actually. I liked it. Yeah, Cooper. He just he's been a bust this year. So speaking of trust issues, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been. Do I start him this week now? After Landry had ten again? <laughs> uh, no, you stick with Landry. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, or him or um Robert Woods now. He's had two good games. Uh, Robert Woods. Sti- going, probably sticking with Robert Woods. Yeah, but going up against the Vikings. Still probably sticking with Robert Woods. Somebody uh, tweeted and asked about uh, that, and I said that they should stick with Robert Woods. It was Robert Woods or Marquise Lee, and I said Robert. I have him too. I said Robert Woods <laughs> over Marquise Lee just because uh, Xavier Rhodes is most likely going to shadow Sammy Watkins, even though he's not been. He hasn't been the better receiver, but he is the better receiver. So yeah. uh, you're going to get Trey Waynes on Robert Woods, and he's he's hasn't looked good all year. So Robert Woods up. Nice. Up emoji. All right, my last one. Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas was mine, but Emmanuel Sanders had six receptions, 137 yards, 13.7 fantasy points, his second highest, or his most receiving yards this year, and his second highest uh, point total. But this is his second time over 10 uh, fantasy points. And I know Amari, or not Amari Cooper, (laughs) Demarius Thomas has had, what, two touchdowns in the past two weeks? Yeah. Was it three? something like that he's completely touchdown dependent so you haven't been able to really trust them each week in my rankings i've always ranked demarius thomas above emmanuel sanders and i will probably keep it that way i think emmanuel sand well first of all they have brock oswire to throw into him stevie yep. wonders throwing the ball <laughs> <laughs> that's Which i uh skipped a segment huh we'll get to that next so <sighs> Uh, but Demary, I have Demarius Thomas over Emmanuel Sanders. He's just a bigger receiver. I think he's a little easier to throw to. Sanders took advantage of a poor Patriots defense. So let's move on to our next section, and that is, did Brock Osweiler suck this week? And guys, did Brock Osweiler suck this week? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's move on to our next segment, Week 6 Bold Predictions. So let's Ooh. read off last week's bold predictions. Brandon, can you uh, like hum some music in the background? I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think so, I got some. Hang on. Oh, oh, oh! You can, you can. The producer. It'll come on. The sub producer coming in. Coming in clutch. We'll, see well, we'll see about that. I don't hear any music yet. <laughs> I know. I'm slow. All right. So, week ten, Austin said, Le'Veon Bell will score at least two rushing touchdowns, and that was incorrect because he scored zero touchdowns. Ooh. Brandon's first one and overly used one. Ryan Suckup will score, outscore Adrian Peterson, and that's correct. <laughs> Adrian Peterson had 2.2 points, and Ryan Suckup had a blazing six points. Oh, man, Ryan. To <laughs> the fourth time that's worked for me. I think you're going to have to pick something else. Six points? No, no, no. You, this week. <laughs> You probably have it as the same bet. Do you have? Yeah, I've right. Oh, stuck up in there again. It keeps yes. working. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Keep yeah, oh. <laughs> and they should never work, but they do. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, my first one, Ted. Oh, 
Ted Ginn will be a top 12 receiver. Oh. Just press the cough button. <laughs> Greet him, Brandon. I need a drink of water. Oh, uh, let's see here. <laughs> and that was that was not correct. Incorrect. I'm trying Oh, there it is. It is incorrect. He was the 97th. So very close. <laughs> Jason there. Austin's yes. second prediction was Ryan Fitzmagic will be a top 10 quarterback. I don't know what he was thinking, <laughs> but that is incorrect. He was the 26th, which is tragic. It doesn't get much lower Considering than that. Considering there was only 28 starting quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah that's pretty bad. And, I mean, I'm one to talk. Kelvin Benjamin will be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, good one. He was, what, 54? Uh, he was. He didn't even place as a quarterback. He's actually a wide receiver. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, wide receiver. Sorry, I don't even. Yeah, and he was the 54th. So what was it doing? We skipped over Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, where's it? I see how it is. Oh, the computer scrolled up and cut <laughs> off your name. I didn't even notice. It right. actually was not. So I'll forgive you. Totally Jonathan's was. first one, Doug Baldwin, will outscore Melvin Gordon. He did this one three times last year and lost. Finally, gets the it victory. It worked. Doug Baldwin doubled up Melvin Gordon. He I love it. 9.5 points standard. Melvin Gordon had 4.2. So congrats, Jonathan. Oh, thank you. I finally won a got finally won a got a bold prediction. <laughs> We're doing this pod. Oh man, goodness. We're doing this podcast about <laughs> what 2 hours later and yeah, struggling. Obviously our brains are and tongues are feeling it. <laughs> so we've done we've done Austin's second one we've done. Brandon's second one. Kelvin Benjamin, top 10 wide receiver. Incorrect. He was the 54th. Close. Yeah. <laughs> Barely Very missed close. it. Oof. My second one, Case Keenum, will be a top 10 QB, and that was correct. He was balling. Fifth best QB. Nice. Right behind him was Jonathan's boy, CJ Beathard. He's yeah. the sixth best yeah. quarterback. And then Jonathan's second one, Carlos Hyde, will be a top seven running back, and he was the 23rd best running back. Tragic. I mean – yeah, that one was definitely wrong. Oh, we got an ad. <laughs> Sorry, an ad. <laughs> they do not sponsor us. You know who does sponsor us, Brandon? Say toiletlosers.com. Backslash. Backslash. Toiletlosers.com. Backslash. It's how you get what? to. Is how it I keep hearing backslash. Okay, I guess toiletlosers.com. Backslash. And that'll take nice, you to the Amazon page. Exactly. These nice, high-quality toilet trophies. Perfect for any loser in your league. Such as potentially you. <laughs> you don't want the trophy, but you want the trophy. Right, you are. You know what I mean. All right, so let's do this week's bold predictions. Jonathan. My first one is that Rex Burkhead will be a top 17 back this week. Interesting. To, I know. I'm trying to, you know, me, I usually go too bold, so I'm trying to. <laughs> Rex Burkhead will have 200 rushing yards this week <laughs> and a touchdown. Bringing it down. <laughs> All right, Brandon, your first one. Well, my first one is going to involve Ryan Suckup. a favorite of mine, and that <laughs> is Ryan Suckup. And, you know, since he's been winning me a lot, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little bolder j- just for you guys, for you listeners, because I like you a lot. <laughs> I'd say Ryan Suckup. I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> Ryan Suckup outscores Le'Veon Bell this week. Oh, you are a fool. That is bold. That is very bold. Yeah, he's three for three with me right now. So I mean, Brandon, zero for one, getting a little cocky with Ryan Suckup. <laughs> I don't care. Austin's first one. I question the boldness of both of his, but I'll read him anyway. Travis Kelsey scores twenty plus. 
And uh, the reason I question that boldness is because tight ends playing the Giants this year have scored a touchdown on them every week. So Yeah, but it's only six points. He's still got 15 to go. I mean, but if they've been getting torched by tight ends, why wouldn't he do well? And it's Travis Kelsey. Con- yeah, considering he's what? Not, he might have been the number one tight end. I think this, he was. Yep, so the number one tight end overall scoring 20-plus. I mean, very bold, Austin. My first one, Jay Ajayi finishes as a top five running back this week. Okay. I like it. A top what? Top five. Okay. I think it's a top 25 for Zach. I'm like, yeah, real bold. Yeah. Cancel. I'm not like you and your Ryan suck up bets. But Jonathan, you're for <laughs> your second one. My second one, I'm kind of I'm gonna copy Brandon a little bit. Excuse oh, me. Boy. But I'm going to choose a it, different kicker. It, oh, okay. I was, not suck up. Better not be suck up. I'm doing Will Jake, Lutz. Oh. Jake Elliott scores more points than LaShawn McCoy. Who's Jake Elliott? The He's Eagles the kicker. Eagles kicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never even heard of him. Yep. <clears throat> but, yeah. Another kicker one. I feel like I should do a kicker one for my next one. Peer pressure. Brandon, you're up. Well, my number two is I hope this isn't true. I hope it's not. <laughs> but Nathan Peterman, the Bills' new starting quarterback, fails to score 10 fantasy points this week. Would you also want to do Tyrod Taylor scores more fantasy points than Nathan Peterman? I most definitely would not. Because <laughs> he's not going to score any points unless Peterman gets hurt. They could bench him. Yeah, what if he plays what? terrible? Yeah, what if he throws no, an interception? They, the, the organization hates Tyrod Taylor, which I, I'll go further into, into yeah, in an upcoming segment. I can't wait. So my next one is Brandon Cooks will have at least 150 receiving yards. Okay. So borderline bold. Uh, he, has, he, he hasn't done it this year. I so. mean, that's, that's doubled than what he's getting usually. Usually getting around 70, so it's pretty bold. Thank you. I appreciate that support. And then Austin's second one, which I question the boldness again. Chargers will be a top three defense. They're going against. Yeah, they're going against Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman led Bills. Oh, wow. Eh. Bills <laughs> got killed last week with a, a decent quarterback, and now they're going to get killed with <laughs> a guy from Pitt. That one no, was I don't buy like it. a fifth how round about, draft pick. How about we change it and say it's the Packers defense? I like it. Austin, the Packers defense will be a top three defense this week. <laughs> well, I mean, they are playing the Ravens, and the Ravens aren't any good. Yeah. It's more bold, though. It's it more is. Bold. It's definitely more bold than that. So let's move on to our next section, the much-awaited section. And that would be Brandon's rant, oh, specifically man. on the Bills. Or on, I'll, I'll let you go into it. it Take it away. It's those bills, man. It's those damn bills. <laughs> every year, every year, they finally had some momentum and they blow it. Now, when I was what I alluded to earlier about how they hate Tyrod Taylor's every season for the past three seasons, going into the um, going into the season, they're like, oh, you know what? The quarterback job's open. It's a competition to see who gets it. He never wins a starting role because I mean, of course not. I mean, because that's good for the quarterback's confidence. But he keeps winning because, contrary to popular belief, he actually isn't that bad. But last week, he did get benched because, let's be honest, they got stomped on by New uh, New Orleans, who, by the way, New Orleans are no joke. But, I mean, I feel like too much blame is going to Tyrod because, I mean, we all know Tyrod gave up 298 rushing yards last game. And Tyrod also gave up six touchdown rushing touchdowns. Um... The Bills also gave up 482 rushing yards. All of those Tyrod Taylor gave up. Um, 
and you might say, well, he probably played poorly, and that's why they had so many opportunities. He only threw one pick, so I mean, that's not that bad. I mean, granted, he didn't get many yards, and he was, but he yeah, also didn't throw the ball much. Nathan Peterman threw zero. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and throughout the season, he has the same passer rating as Derek Carr, and he has more wins than Derek Carr. So, I, and I don't see anybody questioning if Derek Carr should be benched. So I don't know why. Um, everyone is all of a sudden getting on um, Tyrod for this. A 10 to 3 interception ratio, which is good, but you might say, you know what, 10, 10 touchdowns throughout nine games, that's not that good, which it isn't. But they also hardly throw the ball in the red zone, so that's probably why. He also has a 64% completion rating and the third most rushing yards as a quarterback, and those two stats are good. So, again, they're benching that. Um, I feel like more of the blame should go to the offensive line. I guess the defense has been playing well up to last week. And LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I know. LaShawn McCoy. I said it. Ooh. My, my boy. But let us he's been very played very poorly this season, um, averaging only about 3.8 yards a carry, which you might say that's part the offensive line fault, which I get it. But in past seasons, he's rushed behind worse offensive lines and found more success. Um, for some stats on that, last game he attempted eight attempts for 49 yards, which is good. But he got one or 36 yards on one carry. So other than that, he had seven carries for 13 yards. So when they were in the hole, that's how they got so many um, opportunities, the Saints, to score. Because when you're rushing the ball for 1.9 yards each attempt, you're going to have some problems other than that one rush. Um, he only has three games this season with four or more or with more than four yards of carry, which isn't good either. That's a 33% rate. Um it also goes down to the Bills' management. They need to change the game plan because if they're going to be a run-first team, they can't have a lousy line and they can't have an underperforming uh, running back back there. But I'm just glad all of these issues are Tyrod Taylor's fault, and I'm glad that uh, they're finally starting the true caliber, the true quarterback, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> Is that you? That's good. it. That, that, I'm, that's it. I was so heated when I saw that this morning <laughs> because yeah. like all the problems they have been having really haven't been his fault, but they're like, they no. like panicked. They're like, Hmm, we're having problems. Ty- Tyrod, get out of here. It's gotta be the QB. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, he's been checked down in a lot, but I mean, he probably does it cause they tell him to. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and he, he hasn't had many weapons either. Yeah. I, I mean, he's been, he lost Watkins. He lost clay. He lost woods. Yeah. He lost uh Goodwin and Goodwin's no good, but he's, <laughs> He, he, he's <laughs> wow. been okay on the wow. Niners. He's been one of the very, 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 very few bright spots on the Niners. Why are we throwing shade at the Niners? What right? I'm saying, on the Bills. <laughs> what I'm saying is they've gotten rid of everybody. I can't even remember the backup tight end's name who he's throwing to. I, I'm totally blank on it. Nick O'Leary. Yeah, Nick O'Leary. Yeah, Nick O'Leary is his number one target. And Kelvin Benjamin. Dude's a baller. Kelvin Benjamin, while everyone says he's been a disappointment this season, right? I'm no, or maybe kind of. Yeah, he, he's been kind of a disappointment. Eh. He had before he or when he got traded, he had 40 more yards than all of the Bills receivers combined, hmm. or 40 less. Excuse me, 40 less. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, so that proves that shows Zay that Tyron Taylor is not passing enough. Yeah, he's throwing to Zay Jones, who got hurt three times in one game two <laughs> weeks ago. Hey, he's fragile. Apparently, let, let the man be. He's made a glass too. Yeah. Jonathan's favorite go-to for injury-prone players. It's true. <laughs> so, thank you for that rant, Brandon. Tyrod Taylor, 
being done dirty, just like Kirk yeah. Cousins. So let's move on to our next section. Started on that. <laughs> and Brandon's boys just getting getting shade thrown at just, them by their organizations. Yeah, for nothing. So let's move on to our section, QB problems. So base. Well, speaking of which, Jonathan just <laughs> yeah go exactly. For it. It's a good segue right now. Uh, this one kind of came about because it's it seems like a QB wasteland right now. There's been so many quarterback injuries or benchings yeah. that it's just hard. It's hard to find a good starting quarterback in your league if you don't have Tom Brady or Jared Goff or, or Cam Newton. Cam, Goff. New- <laughs> Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, depending on the week. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, there's not like there's not there's not too many solid quarterbacks you can start week to week. It seems like the well of quarterbacks is drier than my DMs, dude. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I like, and I like this. I saw wow. this tweet. There's like, these are the quarterbacks that could be starting that. Well, all of them are going to be starting except one main one may possibly be, but Nathan Peterman, Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tom Savage, Brock Osweiler, CJ Beathard. He has a bye week, but he's been playing Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Kaiser and Kellen Clemens. If rivers is out and don't even forget mm. the quarters, the, Packers quarterback. Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley, dude. Yeah. Brett Hundley. And Case Keenum. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and he's one that has actually been good. But, like, just all the names of those other quarterbacks wouldn't have even thought they'd be starting this year. Yeah. Do we forget to mention Brock Osweiler, too, while we were at it? (laughs) Was that not on the list? (laughs) I have the list right here of injured slash benched quarterbacks. We have Aaron Rodgers, Carson Palmer, Jameis Winston, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Simeon, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, I put on there. Brian Hoyer, uh, and I had Deshaun <laughs> Kaiser, kinda, and then uh, also the Bears quarterback. I really didn't count him. Uh, was it Glennon? Yeah, yeah. Matt Glennon. Yeah. No, Glennon's Glennon's remember his terrible, name. Terrible. So I think it's Matt Glennon. Yeah, yeah. Sounds right. Mike. So. Mike. Mike Glennon. Even McGloin is playing. McGloin's playing right now. I mean, yeah. he, he's been solid, but I mean, and it's yeah. So the point of this, the point of this segment is kind of is coming up with some considerations that people could pick up and start. Either just this one week or from now on. And uh, to mention, what was it? EJ Manuel started a game this year. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Yes, exactly. So, first one, quarterback help, Jonathan. Uh, my first one, he won't help you out this week, but possibly next week, and it's my boy, CJ Beathard. He, every game he started, he's had double-digit fantasy points, and last week he had three total touchdowns for, roll. for a total roll. of 25 fantasy points the points may be garbage time mostly garbage time but but they still count garbage time points still count so (laughs) it depends on when it depends on when garoppolo comes in but he is he is still someone that you could potentially start that i like i'd rather uh put nobody in my quarterback slot than start cj beat hard well then you'll lose every game yeah that's true Uh, supposedly Garoppolo is supposed to come back and play after the bye week, but yeah, we'll see if he actually plays this year. I think it'd be smart to keep playing CJ beat hard and, uh, lose out the season for a better draft pick. I agree. Brandon, do you want to go with your first one or do you want me to go? I can go. All right. Um, and I actually put my, I'm putting my money where my mouth is because I was stuck in the same awful scenario this morning. So, or yesterday, one of the two days, um, so I was one of the few unfortunate people who started Tyrod last week. Um, got me like two and a half points. I lost by one point that game. So yeah, that that was a real gut punch. But um, 
<laughs> after that performance, I was planning on ridding myself of him. And then after seeing the benching that he got, I also planned on ridding myself of him. And from through our league, when we went into the um, I went to the player section, the top option I felt at least was Marcus Mariota. And that's how dry it is. But I feel he's um, averaging only 14. But he had the game. I think he's left two games early and had a zero for a game because he didn't play. So after that, he he's probably around the 17 to 18 point area ish, give or take. I didn't do the math, but I feel like he's a better option than most, considering the people who are were left were people like Fitzpatrick, Philip Rivers, Eli Manning. I guess oh, I didn't even see Case Keenum there. Maybe, maybe give Case Keenum a start. Not sure. Probably not. But I feel like he's the safest pick because even Keenum, as I'm looking now, has had multiple uh, weeks where he didn't have double digits. Where I think the only ones where Mariota had are games he didn't finish. Yeah, and his uh, his rushing is going to be a little bit better because his hamstring yeah. has completely healed. It, at least to the naked eye, it looks like. so. Yeah. My first one, I have Blake Bortles. I mean, in most of my leagues the quarterback uh, waiver wire spot is it's pretty bare. So Blake Bortles is going to be one of the better options I feel out there. Last three weeks, he's averaging uh, just over 16 points per game. The Jaguars run game is credible this year. So uh, defenses have to focus on that, which leaves players like Marquise Lee and uh, Alan Hurds and possibly DD Westbrook this year open. So, I mean, it's not a great quarterback. I mean, I really wouldn't be happy about him, but yeah. he, he can get you through if you've had an injury or going through and a bye week. And he's playing the Browns. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Especially if you have, need a quarterback this week, it's the perfect pickup. But, yeah, I think you yeah, can – tell that to Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but, yeah, I like that too. He's had he, Bortles had double-digit games every week but two. So you can, you can almost count on double-digit points, which – it was just, pretty good. He's been strangely consistent too. Like three weeks ago, sixteen point three. Two weeks ago, sixteen point two. Last week, sixteen point two again. Yeah. And last week he threw two two interceptions to one touchdown and still ended with sixteen. Yeah, so. some miraculously. But I mean, still startable. Yeah. And he's he's the type of quarterback who's gonna he'll at least throw the ball. It's not like he's gonna check down all game like Tyrod and get you two point five points. True. They didn't mention but would have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's second one. Uh, yeah, my second one. Is, Brandon touched upon this, but it's actually it is Case Keenum. I think I had him as well. Yeah, I, just because he's on fire right now. He had four touchdowns last week. Um, he's looking really good. But I think one thing to consider with him is that he is on a short leash. If he, if he's not doing well, they have Teddy Bridgewater now. So that was my second. That's my other option. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater. If you have a quarterback you're starting right now, but you want a second one on your bench, Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad pickup. Uh, just because, I mean, he's healthy again. He was doing really well before he got injured, um, and then Vikings seem like they're going to be in the playoffs. They're rolling. They're doing well. Deeper league at though. Yes. I say. In a, or, yeah, maybe if you're like in a two quarterback league, or, right? Yeah, or either twelve plus team league. He's another guy. I don't like how he's getting treated. Throws four touchdowns, and they're like. Teddy's back. Like they're, they're like debating the start. Yeah. Like like Teddy was any good before the injury? Like. I don't know. He's their guy. He's their guy. They either they spent what a it's either a late first or an early second round pick on him. So I mean, yeah, they tend to uh, give those guys a long leash. 
aka Blake Bortles. True. <laughs> so my next one, he was on the top of our uh, one of my leagues. So Philip Rivers, just easy schedule going forward. Next four games, he has the Bills, Cowboys, Browns, and Redskins. No, de- you're not scared of any of those defenses. And then in four out of his last six games, he had at least two passing touchdowns. So he's he's kind of struggled this year, but he's still not playing that bad. He's still going to get you, I mean, 13 to 15 points at his lowest. That's his that's his floor right now. So if he if he even picks it up or regresses back to the mean, which I think is around 18 points averaging, then I think you're going to be you're going to be pretty happy, especially if you picked him up off the bench. Very true. So, Jonathan, you want to go to your next one? <clears throat> that's actually that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, Brandon. I find you? it really hard to suggest any of these people, to be honest. Like, even if you're like, oh, start Eli Manning. <laughs> like, Eli's had let's see, one. He's had, I guess, only three single-digit ones, but before OBJ or after OBJ went down, the most points he's had was 16. And I was against San Francisco. Speaking of Eli Manning, we'll move on to our next section, and that is next and last section. That is our frequently asked questions section, and I don't, I don't have this one written down. But Eli Manning, I've been asked about a couple times, or we've been asked about a couple times this week, and it's basically Eli Manning or Blake Bortles or Eli Manning or somebody else. And I've been, Oof. I've been leaning towards Eli Manning. If you go to FrontlineFantasyFootball.com, you can check out our weekly rankings. But I actually. Or was Eli Manning or Case Keenum was one of them. And I I said Eli Manning over Case Keenum, which may surprise you, but yeah. the Chiefs' defense has not been that great. The second and third cornerback, they've, they've been getting just picked on all year, uh, rightfully so. They've been yep. giving up a ton of yards. And Every, a ton of points, yeah, too. Yeah, literally a ton of fantasy points. So I think Eli Manning should be able to take advantage of that. I know you're going to look at last week and be like, oh, Play the Niners and he did nothing, but the Niners are a defense first team. They may not have have that great of players. They may have been getting torched all year, but I still think Eli is going to not that the Chiefs aren't, but I still think Eli is going to take advantage of those second and third quarterback or cornerbacks. I think uh Sterling Shepard's gonna have a big game. I have Eli ranked as my fourteenth quarterback, Case Keenum as my fifteenth quarterback this week. And I can see that game being really high scoring just because the Giants defense has basically given up. So you know the the Chiefs are just gonna rack up points. Right. Which means Eli's just gonna have to sling it. It seems like Which is which, always a scary thought. It is. <laughs> but But you're happy if you own Sterling uh, Shepard or Evan Ingram. True. So your first frequently asked question, Jonathan. Uh one I've been seeing a lot is we've gotten a little bit more clarity on is the Cowboy running backs. Um, And kind of just a little snapshot. Alfred Morris played 22 snaps, had 11 touches. Rod Smith played 38 snaps, had seven touches. And Darren McFadden had one snap with one touch. Um, Yeah. That's ugly. There's a reason he was shut down at the beginning of the season. It wasn't to preserve him. It was not to rest his legs. (laughs) No, but so obviously Morris seems like the early down back, kind of ground and pound for second down. Smith seems like the third down back or obvious passing situations, and then McFadden's just not even a factor. So who do you want going forward? And it's tough. I think I I would lean Morris over everybody in games where they're it's like a positive game script where it's an easier matchup. This week against Philadelphia, it's I don't really want to start him at all. Um, 
I feel like they're going to get blown out. Yeah. And, yeah, Philadelphia's defense is really good, and I just think the Cowboys are going to be playing from behind. So this week I'd rather I'd probably rather start Smith. Um, but going forward, more if you had to start stories. one, yeah. If I had to start one, I would start Smith. Rest of the season, though. Rest of the season, Morris, and then Smith. I'd agree with you, Brandon. You're first, or do you have any frequently asked questions, or do you want me to go with my second? Go with yours. Mine? Okay. So my first one, basically, who should I pick up? Mm-mm. Rex Burkhead or Dion Lewis? So this Oof. was this kind of more applicable to uh, Monday night, but. Tuesday night, sorry. But I would lean more towards Deion Lewis just because they're using him special teams. Weirdly enough, they run him through the tackles, and he's not exactly a big running back, but he he does a pretty good job. He's pretty shifty. I mean, he makes a lot of people miss, and I just think I think they're going to keep sticking with him. He was, he was a stud last season before he got hurt, and he I think was. he's finally getting back to that, so... I would go Deion Lewis then Rex Burkhead for ranking them. And I think it depends on if you're standard or PPR. Right. Because PPR I might I would probably lean towards Burkhead right now. Right. But standard definitely definitely Deion Lewis. I'd agree with that as well. I'd say Lewis too, just because four games in a row he's had double digit carries where last week was the first week where um Burkhead did. True. Um my second one was DeMarco Murray. I feel like we kind of talked about him a little bit, but a lot of people, and it's kind of twofold. Derrick Henry, I feel like a lot of people ask questions about too, just because they're both vying for carries. So like last week, DeMarco Murray had 14 carries. Henry only had 11. So basically they're both, they're both risky starts is my thing, but I still think you really can't start Henry at all. No, I have him on my team as well. And I have, I've only started him once and that was just, scarcity of players and on bye weeks and how to work out for you yeah not well, not played, well okay. played the browns that week got two goal line carries and couldn't complete them so it couldn't even get me the six points Oof. um my next one basically i think this one's an easy one but everybody is it's just a popular pickup this week is austin elker El- elkler the real deal or whatever however you say his name yeah. melvin gordon's backup yeah this was no, tough. No, no, he's not. No, it's not tough. That man John. went in there and fumbled the game away. <laughs> he fumbled he the game away. Yeah, but look at Melvin Gordon's been struggling. He has what, like three point something yards for carry. Melvin Gordon is good. Well, he he, he has is good. Ev- he has ev- he hasn't had over four his entire career. Right, but so nothing's changed. I don't know. Him. I just think I can see I can see Eckler just being the standard passing down back and going from there. Don't so, pick up Eckler. Don't he's a stash. I would say he's a stash. Okay. But he's, I, I he's nothing else. But he's, he's definitely not startable. League. Yes, in a PPR league, he's a stash. Don't touch Real him veal or fake veal? Fake veal. <laughs> fake veal for sure. Real veal or fake veal? <laughs> what's the, I like the, what's the mediocre meal? Mediocre seal. Or, seal? Yeah, or no, you mediocre dinner. I mm. think you brought in that one. That'd be my, that'd be my option here. I don't want him. I don't <laughs> believe in him. I think he had two 50 plus yard touchdowns last week. So, I mean, he had to do a ton of work to score. Melvin Gordon's the man. Don't don't waste your time with Alcler. Jonathan, your All next right. question. My other one was David Johnson, which we already talked about. I feel Ooh. like everyone talks about if he's going to play, if he's going to come back this season. If he comes back, is he actually going to play? You know, that kind of a thing. But um, I think it all. a lot of it comes down to – when his when he's going to be healthy, which seems to be in two or three weeks, and if Cardinals are still 
in the playoff contention and if uh if they and if they want to risk playing him pretty much it seems like david johnson wants to play but i don't know if the coaches want him to if that makes sense yeah the weird the weird part is that adrian peterson is there now and he's I mean, Brandon. He's no good. <laughs> Compared to David Johnson, is leagues ahead of, Aaron, okay, of yes, Adrian Peterson. Yes, Not just leagues, light years. <laughs> I wouldn't go. That, I wouldn't go that far. But Adrian Peterson's a quality back, and so, relatively speaking, past his time. Are you going to see a bunch of uh, carries taken away from David Johnson? I would think so. He shouldn't. No, especially since he's injured, and they're not going to. They're not going to give him thirty-five touches a game. I wouldn't think they would. I would I would feel like he would get 15 and AP would get 15. They could just kind of work him back in. David Johnson they, can do a lot with 15 carries. He can. I yeah. That's my thing. I don't know. If you start if he's playing, I'm starting him. Okay. But, but I'm I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah. That that's tough, but I mean, you you probably have to just because I of might not last week year's one. production. Week one, I probably won't. Because <laughs> I know I'll get burnt by, like, the two carries, five yards, and just to get him back into the flow <laughs> right, of things. Right, and that's week 13 or 14, which is playoffs. So. Well, I got to think you do play him because basically this year the trend is when a, when a person finally comes back, they play really well that first game, or they get traded, just a.k.a. Doug Martin. True. Adrian Peterson, not Kelvin Benjamin, I guess, but there was somebody else who <laughs> yeah. did. Jai. Yes, Jai. So, I they, mean, a lot I, of them though weren't returning from injury. But Jai wasn't hurt. But no. still, you're just you're like just a change of scenery, new team, new playbook. Just I don't know a real offensive line. Yes, a real team. Doug I'm Martin coming back from a suspension. I don't know. Yeah, just saying when the first game back, I'm just saying that three out of four did pretty well. So. Double-digit fantasy points. True. Yeah, I like double-digit fantasy points. Those are nice. So my next one, is Aaron Jones droppable? Injured? Yes. Yeah. Going to be out for a while. He's out three to six weeks with an MCL injury, I believe. No. And uh, it's just even when he was healthy, he was split in the backfield with Ty Montgomery. He still wasn't startable. Yeah, I'm completely with you on this one. Don't like him. Also, Ty Montgomery. He's injured, could possibly play this week. Still dealing with that uh, lingering rib injury, so it's not like he could end up going in, getting hit in the ribs, and coming out immediately. Speaking too. of him, I don't like him in general. Not as a person. Well, but as I was going to say, you don't even know him. <laughs> yeah. Like last week, he had one big carry, which got him like 90% of his points. And I mean, have you really, seen that? Isn't that all running backs? Have you seen that man run? That dude's slow. Do you expect another big run out of him? Well, he's injured. He's going to be injured this week, too. Yeah. So, is like, he droppable? Ooh. You might be able to finesse someone real good for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still keeping him, just on my bench. I Wait. had a, I talked to a guy today, and I'd he, hold traded, him, but... he traded um, Ty Montgomery for Ezekiel Elliott because he knew he was going to be in the playoffs. What? Smart man. That is very smart. Yeah. Ty I Montgomery's like not going to do a thing for if he's already <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> True. So I, I I thought that was really interesting, but yeah, nice pickup for him. That's a good trade. I and like then kind of tagging in with that, does Ty Mon- Ty Montgomery or Jamal Williams rest of the season? I know Jamal Williams wasn't that impressive when he came in earlier this season, so I think is neither an option. <laughs> <laughs> Just rest of the season. What do you what do you think, B? Uh, I I don't like either. I'd say probably leaning towards um, Montgomery. 
but that is saying nothing. Jonathan? Yeah, I think you definitely have to go Montgomery just because he's shown you that he can perform well in certain circumstances with Rodgers under with Rodgers playing yes but I just think well, you have Hundley now so <laughs> I know I know the next best thing it's true yeah but I just think Ty Montgomery he's more proven Jamal Williams was the third string back there's a reason he was the third string back I would go with Ty Montgomery it's not because he was good right <laughs> I'm with you guys as well Jonathan do you have any more no that's all I got all right so just real quick I, a Twitter question popped up Ooh. from Chris Ooh. Oh, would you trade Jai for Alshon Jeffrey? No. Here's my running back wide receiver oh. situation. Oh, nice. He even explained it. I like that. Yeah. Smart. With He's the, used those uh, 280 yeah, characters two, to his advantage. Yeah, oh. the 280 characters. Thanks to Kind of a nice little add-on. So here's his running back, or here's his uh, situation. He has Hunt, Ajay, Forte, Henry, Coleman, Henry. Oh, Derek Henry, Tevin Coleman, Jamal Williams, and then his wide receivers. Antonio Brown, Golden Tate, Larry Fitzgerald, Sterling Shepard. Oh, I'd, tr- I'd trade for um, – I'd keep a Jai. I'd keep a Jai too. I'd keep a Jai as well. Your wide rec- he, has w- he has really good wide receivers. Yeah. Even Shepard will be solid. Yeah, Sterling yeah. Shepard's going to be solid. Fitzgerald's been consistent. Uh, we don't completely know now with Blaine Gabbert, but he was good with Stanton. Uh, Antonio Brown, obviously, stud. And Golden Tate's been a stud throughout this year. So, so. Those are the only two you need, Antonio Brown, Golden Tate. Right. So Hunt, a Jai – yeah, you don't want uh, Matt Forte's inconsistent. Derrick Henry's not that great. Tevin Coleman, I I like though. He yeah. keeps scoring. And uh, oh, what's his face? Freeman's hurt. Yeah, Devonta Freeman is going to be out this week. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'd say keep your roster. So that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Brandon, take it away. I'll take it away. I'll take you right to a great place full sunshine and rainbows called frontlinefantasyfootball.com it's got the best advice you will ever see frontlinefantasyfootball.com great blogs you like hangovers go to the fantasy hangover the best <laughs> one you'll ever get two of them this week yeah that's right two of them we'll go to youtube Psh, fine you can go to youtube go to frontline fantasy football on youtube too great huh well what if you want to listen to this on your apple device well we got that covered too apple podcast apple podcast frontline fantasy football it's that simple if you got fingers you can type it in if you got a hand you can click it and click download or even subscribe we really like that you can also send our if you want to be featured on the show next week with a question feel free to tweet us questions at frontline ff on fi- at, on twitter.com <laughs> i got stumbled up uh and yeah that's just about it it's the utopia for fantasy football it's the greatest thing ever also also trophies oh Tired of losing and tired of getting just awful trophies like ours that we have. Somebody took a Happy Meal toy and hammered it down onto a piece of wood. Well, if you're tired of that, how about you go pick up yourself one of these? If you're listening to this audio, you won't be able to see it. But if you're on the visual podcast, you will be able to see these trophies at tro- toilet, trophy- toilet loser backslash. It'll take you to a toilet great... Toiletloser.com backslash. backslash. Sorry. It'll take you we'll put a link on our, uh, yeah, our website. link in, in the website. It'll take you to this great place for these very high-quality die-cast trophies. And if you want to see what they look like, we'll tweet out a picture of them, too, just for you, because we like you a lot. So that'll do it for our Week 11 podcast. Thanks for listening. Remember, score more fantasy points than your opponent this week. Until next time. Sorry, Nora. <laughs> I know it's dead. I-